Hi, and welcome to Two Guys, One Girl Santa, your friendly neighborhood podcast, where we come together, drink some beer, and talk about all the nerdy things that we love. This is episode eight, and it's it's been a while, Santa. Uh, it's been a, about a month or so. Have you been Maybe staying busy? Yes, by doing nothing. Yeah, we, we've been we watched uh, we watched all of Stranger Things. You've been watching, yeah, spending what? a lot more time on the couch. So we can't talk about Stranger Things because somebody hasn't seen it. Can't talk best episode four. I think we at least. Uh, maybe uh, Nicole gives a preview. Did you like it? Not like it? I thought it was better than season one. Okay, That's fair good. enough. Uh, the reason why we can't talk too much about it is Cameron hasn't seen it. Cameron, what episode are you on? I'm on episode four. All right. Just finished episode four. Just finished episode yeah. four, and you're digging it as you drink that. Beer. Oh, I think it's great. Yeah, right. um, I, I, it's very enjoyable. Um, I like it exactly as much as season one so far. So that's not a bad thing. But, yeah. Well, we could probably fill up at least two or three podcasts about everything that's happened. Uh, there's since our last podcast, there was Stranger Things. There's the whole, you know, guess who isn't a sexual predator in Hollywood. Uh, but uh, today we're talking about Thor Ragnarok or Ragnarok. 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 Uh, and I am Matt. Uh, Santa's here, Nicole's here, Cameron's here, so well, let's go ahead and just jump right in with Santa's opinion of Thor Ragnarok. It was, it was really good, it was very entertaining, uh, I, very funny throughout, uh, a lot better than the first two Thor movies. A whole and, lot better than whole, the last yeah, yeah. two Thor movies. Very, very different tone. Uh, the so first this, two Thor movies were kind of boring and, you know, by the books. They were very serious, I yeah. felt, too. And I felt yeah. like Thor is kind of like, has been playing this serious character, and he, he didn't play that at all. <laughs> Nicole, they, I mean, they changed everything they could about this movie, I think. They took out Jane Foster, thankfully. Which I think was a good thing. They, they cut Thor's hair. They, they took away his hammer. They yeah. Took, they took him out of, out of Asgard for the most part. They didn't. They didn't have him go to, to Earth, except for just that little bit. They gave him some some other superheroes to play off of. There, there were a lot more like better characters around him. Like mm-hmm. in, in the other Thor movies, like you know Jane Foster and her assistant, they were kind of like eh. were, the then, weird Swedish scientist dude. Yeah, and, the, and then his 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 teammates that he that would fight with Lady Sith and. Mm-hmm. The Asian guy and then the other dude. I mean, they were just like kind of like there. Gimli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is completely Gimli. So, so they definitely did like somewhat of a reboot, and I think it worked out to their advantage. Uh, in the previous Thor's, as we said, there, there's a serious undertone to it, and this has the feeling, Cameron, of. Uh, Thor has spent enough time with uh, Tony Stark that you know his his sense of humor has certainly changed for the better. Yeah, and I feel like uh, the Thor in this movie resembled the Thor in Iron Man a little bit more, or not Iron Man, sorry, the Thor in Avengers a little bit more, because I thought he was more lighthearted in the Avengers movies and like a little bit more you know not as serious in the Avengers movies. So it seems like they're kind of bringing it more into line to, with that character. Yeah, de- definitely. Uh, I, they're they're taking advantage of what seems to work well for the for the Marvel movies is interject some humor. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. which 
you know, the Justice League DC movies have, have, have not done it at all. It's all yeah. very serious, undertone, dark, and this has a very lighthearted approach to all of it. So my first question is, and I hate this question, but I'm going to ask it anyways because I, I think it brings up some good, you know, discussions is, is this a comedy or, Nicole, is this an action film? It's, a, it's an action comedy. It's an action comedy. Mm-hmm. How, what is an action comedy? It's... Uh, like Bad Boys, right? <laughs> or Die Hard. Yeah, it's... Uh, a, die Hard's more action. I would say like, uh, like more, maybe more like a buddy cop comedy. Mm-hmm. Action comedy. So Lethal Weapon? It'll eat the weapon, so it's comedy, but there's action stuff yeah. in there. Like, I mean, we got two buddies. We got Thor and Hulk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, who team up together and riff off each other and, and make jokes and yeah. save the world. I mean, I'm I'm actually all for about the buddy comedy because, and especially with making Thor, or, not, or excuse me, not Thor, Hulk a part of it because I still feel like Hulk can't really carry a movie by itself. We've mm-hmm. seen a lot of singular mm-hmm. uh, Hulk movies and they just, yeah. they just don't play very well. But, 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 but Santa, I mean, does, is Hulk with Thor something that we can see going forward is this like a good combination of as opposed to just having a war it's really hard to say i mean at the end of this movie does set up like kind of like they they have a built-in plot for the fourth movie if they if they do one they can you know they're they're asgardians they're out floating in space and they're trying to find a home but we won't know what that's actually going to be like until after we see infinity war so Mm -hmm. infinity war is really going to set up phase four so mm-hmm. yeah and uh so let's let's just kind of quickly summarize because again this is spoiler full not spoiler free of mm-hmm. of of what this movie is all about so the movie sort of starts off i actually kind of felt like almost like kind of like the spider-man undertone where he's like hey i'm i'm you might be wondering why i'm all hung up and tied up and wondering how i got here and I'm going to make really tongue-in-cheek comments to my captor. That was a very Spider-Man thing to yeah. do a little bit. I think I think that was uh, kind of a little bit of a hat tip there. But regardless, I don't know exactly where Thor is, but he's being held captive by some evil fire monster. He looks like the guy... The devil. The devil? The devil? Yeah, All right. basically. Uh, like, he looks more like, um, you know, the, char- the Balrog from yeah, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, that... that evil guy who I can't remember his name oh, wants to... Surtur? Is that what it is? Is it? Surtur? We'll Surtur go with that. Like that. He wants to bring Ragnarok, which they never really talked about what yeah. that was. Cameron, do you know what Ragnarok is? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Nicole, but in, in Norse mythology I think Ragnarok is just the end of the world. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. just end the total, of that total end of, yeah. of the whole world. The devastation of uh, yeah. Asgard. Right. Cool. Okay, so, so he's wanting to bring the the apocalypse basically mm-hmm. to Asgard, yeah. to the rest of the nine yeah. or however many realms there are. If it was just foretold, and that's his job to do. Mm-hmm. But very quickly, Thor just kicks ass and uh, you know stops Ragnarok and comes back to Asgard, where Loki, who has been pretending to be dead, I forget which movie, Santa, do you recall where Dark World is the second one? Oh, was it Dark World? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He dies at the end, and then or dies at the end. Yeah. But then, so Thor goes back to to. The castle and Odin's there, but it's it, you, you see at the end, it's actually Loki dressed as Odin, right? And uh, you know, Loki's just totally or as Odin enjoying his time as 
the ruler of Asgard. He's having people make plays about his tragic death. Did, did you catch the Matt Damon cameo? I did. Yeah. That was that, amazing. Yeah. Uh, Tyler uh, almost didn't catch it. She goes, is that Matt Damon? I'm like, yeah, it is. That's like one of my favorite moments of that movie. Just because, Not just because of like it sort of like operating on multiple levels and be, being kind of like a, you know, a, a joke about how movies always feature Matt Damon in that sort of way. But also just the fact that Matt Damon did it. It's like, it's sure. like hey, we need you for one scene in this movie. Are you in? You know, yeah. I think he was just jealous of Ben Ben Affleck like being Damon. able to play a superhero. Yeah. So he, he wanted to play one. All of his superhero movies. Well, I guess Born, if you consider that a superhero movie, didn't bomb, but anything did else you, did. Did you guys catch that who the actor was that played uh, Thor in that little scene? I did. No, who was it? I missed it that. It wasn't Baby Hemsworth. It was older brother Hemsworth. Older Luke brother Hemsworth. Oh, I didn't know whether there was a... How many Hemsworths are there? I think there's... Many as the world needs. There's like the new, <laughs> like the new bald ones. Yes, the Australians Only are taking better. over. The Australian it, bald ones? Yeah. It's, it's the one that's not Danny Miley and the one that's not Thor. Uh, I believe he actually he plays a character in Westworld. He's like the security guy in Westworld. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's Luke Kensworth. Gotcha. So. His brother hooked him up with a job. Yeah. And Sam Neill from Jurassic Park and mm-hmm. other movies was, was playing Odin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, just to throw that in there. So, uh... To make a long story short, Loki is exposed by Thor, um, and he admits that he has taken uh, Odin, you know, off to someplace else, I guess, to Earth. The Shady Acres rest home. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's another reference to something, right? I believe so. Maybe. Isn't that where, like, Sophia from Golden Girls ended up? Or is that something Shady else? Pines, okay. Shady Pines. Shady Pines. <laughs> Close enough. Um, and that's at the point that we're actually introduced to yet another Marvel superhero. One, I have not seen this movie, Cameron. You haven't seen Doctor Strange yet? I, well. It's worth a rental for sure. (laughs) Well, okay, so now I definitely do want to see it because I. It's on Netflix. Okay. Uh, I, that, that, that got me maybe a little bit more interested in Doctor Strange and who he was. It's a cool movie. Uh, I, I feel like even I enjoyed the little magic tricks that he did with Loki. I was kind of outsmarting him a little bit. I feel like those two could maybe have to carry maybe. Was Loki in Doctor Strange Love? No. Doctor Strange, no. Or Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange Love. That is a different Marvel movie. Talk, talk about mixing up two movies together. But uh, basically, sadly, spoiler again, Odin dies. For the, I mean,. That was pretty much saying what I I picked up. That he, he's Does he no ever actually die? He's, he becomes like a part of the the universe. The cosmos. He's like, he like Obi Wan's yeah. himself. Yeah, he <laughs> he turns into like a little puff of golden smoke, right? Yeah. So th- that happened because Loki tricked him and got him off of Ad, uh, of Asgard I, and stripped him of his powers. No, I think it was Loki did the, that on the, the, uh, Odin has been wanting to like. You put out the password for a long, uh-huh. you know, he's been waiting for somebody to ascend to the throne, and maybe this was just like kind of a way to... And both of his mm. shit kids don't want to, basically. And his yeah. wife died in the dark world. Oh, yeah. I missed that part. Yeah. yeah, and then, and then so, but maybe, and he knew that Hela would be, well, like, mm-hmm. his his firstborn would, would be released, and then maybe this would be the final, like, way, test for Thor or Loki finally proved themselves as rightful heir to the throne. So if they had stepped up and become heir to the throne, could they have prevented Hela from coming about? 
Possibly, that, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, as Santa made a comment of, when Odin dies, now his oldest daughter, who or his child, who both, who we haven't really talked about in any of the Thor movies, is now free to come back to Asgard. And we learn this big historical context that basically Odin and his first daughter, Hela, the goddess of death, you know, they were in charge of, or not in charge, they took it upon themselves to conquer the Nine Realms. And then at some point, Odin, I guess, gets a soft heart, says, I'm going to be peaceful, kicks the goddess of death out, and she's stuck wherever she is. And now she's come back to rule Asgard and basically proceeds to put Loki and Thor on their ass. Uh, and there is basically a, a fight slash escape. Uh, Thor's hammer gets destroyed, and uh, eventually Loki and Thor get tossed into this big wormhole that throws them into this junk planet called Sakar or Sakar. 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 Yeah. And that's where the majority of the movie sort of kind of takes place. Mm-hmm. So, Cameron, quick summary about, you know, basically what is Sakar? Who, did, who does Thor meet in Sakaar? Mm-hmm. Uh, catches up on all that. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's clearly like the nexus of all the, you know, wrong turns of the interdimensional space transportation system they have. Because there's just like millions of portals opening up onto it. And it's basically like a junk planet. Like, it seems like everybody tosses their trash there. And it's, I don't know, it's the, the character that controls it is the Master, which is played by um, Jeff Goldblum. Is Grand that just Grandmaster? Grandmaster. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm he, sorry. he did not go to master school. Just, <laughs> yeah. just the master. After eight years, he could become the Grandmaster. So he's not so character in the comics. Okay, I was gonna say because that whole thing reminded me of Mojo and Mojo's planet. Yeah. You know. Well, the Grandmaster is also a. Is he the brother of the Collector? They're all. He's one of the elders. Yeah, the celestial beings, whatever. Like the big. That, like the creators of all the universes. That take care of the Infinity Stones. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, for, at, at the they they helped. They were the ones that made it, or or made like separated them. Each one was huh. supposed to have one, but then now none of them have any of them or something like that. Well, we, yeah. it, we it, don't know. It, it, well, no. If if you follow along, you, you sort of kind of know where the majority of the excuse me Infinity Stones are. In right. fact, one of them is still in Asgard. Well, isn't Asgard gone now? Well, yes, that's, that's, it is. That's, that's in the floating ruins of it. Okay, we're, we're jumping a little bit yes, far ahead. Sorry, 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 so, but, but yes, one Anyways, of the many stones is, yeah. is in Asgard. The, the summary of what I was supposed to say was uh, that, uh, you know, on this planet, it's just, you know, everything's ratings, you know, everybody's a slave kind of thing, and Thor gets captured and made to fight for his daily bread in the pits. Yeah. Like, uh, like in Rome. Yeah, it's like a big gladiator pit, and uh, you know, if you you want to make something of yourself, you've you've got to you've got to win the gladiator pits. Loki somehow managed to get there a little bit early and has ingratiated himself with the the Grandmaster. Uh, but Thor is basically, I want to get out. I need to get back to Asgard and you know save my realm. And so if that means me, you know, defeating the champion. Bring it on. And Santa, who happens to be the champion of the Grandmasters? The champion contest? ended up being Hulk. And this is the first time we've seen Hulk since 
the, the end of Avengers Ultron. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I recall correctly, he somehow ended up on like a ship being flung out mm-hmm. to space. And yeah, he's basically le- he leaves Earth and then somehow ends up in a wormhole or whatever you want to call him, and then ends up on Sakaar and then. Because he's just wanting to. How big is there is not important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the important thing is, is that he is the Grandmaster's champion, and he's pretty much this just unstoppable gladiator that just he, you know, he destroys everybody. Who's who's the Doug? Doug was the last champion that he destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Did uh, like we've all seen we we all saw the trailers before. And there was that one line like that, that that you know everybody knows like oh you know yes you know we worked, yes. we worked together. together. He's a friend from it's like it's like now seeing it in the theater is like it seemed like it, it didn't hit because everybody had already seen that line so many times. And I actually felt the li- like the line was delivered better in the trailer because it wasn't it didn't play out exactly the right way the same way in the movie and it was it it didn't have like the punchline effect that it did in the trailer. Well, you, you knew it was coming, right, Nicole? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. this wasn't a surprise. And, in fact, I, I think seeing Hulk was maybe, you know, part of also the attraction. If you don't like Thor, uh, you, you, you'll maybe enjoy Hulk. Mm-hmm. So so after after this fight, he it, it basically is a tie, right? Like, mm. I think so. Neither of them. He would have won. I, I think Thor, Thor would have won. won. If he didn't get a tased at the yeah. end. Yeah. But the Grandmaster tases Thor and mm-hmm. cheats. Yeah. Win. And, and that... Loki lost a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I know, but no, he, he won, won money. He won money, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you, there's like this scene where he meets a little bit more of the, the woman that captured him. Mm-hmm. Valkyrie. Valkyrie. And what do you think about Valkyrie, Nicole? I thought she was a great character. She, uh, she kicked ass. She... she she, actually, she needed a name though, because she was yeah. a Valkyrie, not mm-hmm. not her name wasn't Valkyrie. Yeah. She, she, well, she didn't care about anyone apparently else. Apparently, in the comics, her name is Brunhilde, so they were probably really? still trying to like yeah. the comic book in the comics. Edge? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Brunhilde is and, and she's also from blonde. Norse and, oh, and, yeah. Okay. She had a realistic drinking problem. Oh, yeah, I thought a very, very realistic, realistic drinking problem. Very yeah, she could play away a few. Mm-hmm. So we, we learn more about the world a little bit there, I guess, and we figure out she's an Asgardian too. And and she kind of has this relationship with Hela, the goddess of death, too, right? Uh, she There's that flashback scene, a really cool flashback scene, yeah. where you see the rest of the Valkyries come and... Try to kill Hela, or put her in her place. Right. And then Hela kills all the Valkyries except for... There's a history there. Um, So quickly, it just sort of kind of evolves into they had to escape. Mm -hmm. Uh, The best way to escape, surprisingly enough, from the junk planet is through the devil's anus, which made it even more funny of a movie. (laughs) Uh, Yes, in order to get back to Asgard, you had to passage through the anus. Passage through the anus. Uh, And uh, they're brought back to Asgard, and then you have the big, huge fight. So. That pretty much, I think, sums it up as far as everything that 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 went on. Santa, did, did I miss anything? Well, crucial? Like the, the movie is pretty pretty light on on terms of like plot development. It, things just happen, you know, bam, bam, bam. You kind of go with it, and and because the, the movie is so entertaining and so funny, you're not even thinking about the 
don't you know any kind of plot holes that may pop up or whatever you just you just go with it mm -hmm. and you just accept it for what it is so, i was almost yeah. even like fearful for the ending battle because it had been so funny and lighthearted, cameron that i wasn't sure that you know the, the the final battle would have any of that seriousness of high stakes sort of thing what what did you think um i thought there was enough high stakes in the end but i also think that like it didn't seem like they were trying to make it have super high stakes it seems like with especially with the thor movies because they're kind of like the weakest of the marvel movies in my opinion you know it's hard to have to build suspense because you know the good guy's gonna win like you you know how the plot is gonna unfold and it seems like the reason this was such a good movie is that they just like had fun with it every step you know they, they never tried to like okay now it's serious you know the the, the scene whenever uh uh bruce banner is all like you know uh now you see who I really am, mm -hmm. and, and he jumped on it and was like, "There's no way they're gonna do this. Not at this moment here. This yeah, like, this seems yeah. like a serious moment." And then he hits, yeah, and doesn't he's, turn he's it off. His lifeless corpse hits the stern, the, the ground. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he might have actually died. Yeah, after this. and just he hulked up after being yeah. dead. I love that they like didn't uh, shy away from the opportunity to to take that joke because it's one of those moments where it's like, wouldn't it be great if they just did this and like totally took a piss on the whole premise that they were going for and they actually went for it, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, some other sort of maturing elements to it. Uh, so Hulk has been Hulk, I think, for a long time on this planet, right? Like yeah, the, two he, years. Two, two years, years, did yeah. they say that? Yeah. So he hasn't, he's almost even kind of forgotten the Bruce Banner yeah. sort of mentality. And, and he's developed a personality. A Hulk. Uh, like, he can even yeah. speak now yeah, or speak, speak now. more than yeah. he did before. Yeah. He's like a raging fire. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I know that in the comic books Hulk talked, but like in certain versions of the Hulk comics, he was basically like Bruce Banner's mind in Hulk's body, right? You know, there's I've seen versions where he yeah, talks completely things. normally, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he, at this point in time, he didn't know who he was other than Hulk, but he also knew who, who, who kind of Hulk, he, he, Hulk had his own personality. Yeah, and he knew who Banner was, but he didn't consider himself well, Banner. Did he? Yeah. Okay. He, he said, you know, you're not my friend, you're Banner's friend. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, but eventually he sort of kind of does come to, which I also feel like was another great funny moment, uh, or several funny moments within the movie where they make fun of Cameron the whole lullaby. Yeah, the, which, the which Scarlett really, Johansson's thing. Really, I, I, I thought it was a silly kind of thing. I, I, I almost said stupid. Not so stupid, but very silly. They needed some way to sort of kind of calm him down when they didn't need him to be hulked up. But the Avengers to do it via a lullaby thing, Santa, I, I, I feel like, you know, could they just like give him like a warm cup of milk and they would settle down? But... They clearly realized that most people thought that a little buy stuff was sort of silly. Yeah, well, in that one, in those, the Avengers, Hulk was still just, you know, mindless kind of a way, but and Banner still had some control, you know, like at the end of Avengers, you're like, you know, I'm always angry and he turns into Hulk. So he has some control there. And so the little buy aspect was probably part of it. The, the kind of a forced relationship they were starting to develop between Bruce Banner and Scarlet Witch, or Scarlet the Black, Black, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. And so, so that's why it kind of worked in a way, but it was still kind of like a, a weird thing like, to see in the middle of a fight. 
that's going around them. Well, you know, all right. Yes. A big guy. Yeah. A big guy. Sun's <laughs> getting low. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where, in the context of the Avenger movie, it, it wasn't too out of place. But in hindsight, it's it, it's an easily it's an easy thing to make fun of, and so they just went for that joke. You mm-hmm. know? I I do think now that I, I sort of uh, we're talking about you know Hulk can't really carry a movie by himself, but the Thor kind of works out well. I, I I could see Nicole a Hulk. Uh, Black Widow movie sort of evolving. Would you would you be interested in that? Is it something you'd be interested? In? I, I would, I would watch any movie with the Hulk or Black Widow in it. But I don't see how it would add to the universe at this point. Like there's the the reason why this worked so well is because we needed to know where the Hulk had been for so long, and we needed him to drive Thor to take further action and and save his his people basically so i don't right. i don't really see what a thor or not a thor uh, a hulk uh, black widow movie would add at this point especially mm-hmm. with infinity war mm-hmm. on well, the horizon we, we definitely didn't need scarlett johansson's character there in mm-hmm. the ethereal world because uh, you they had they had hulk changed back to bruce banner and he's already being like oh, what do you mean I'm on another planet? This is so weird and stripping me out. They didn't need another Earth person to sort of mm-hmm. sort of do all that. But but you did bring a point. Part of the goal as far as the Affinity War thing is, how, you know, where has Hulk been the last two years as all these other movies have been going on? Mm-hmm. And how do we get him back to, you know, the, the fray? The action, yeah, yeah, right. So, you know, surprise, surprise, Thor is able to defeat Hela and but it, it's it's at a sacrifice right Cameron uh, the very thing that you were trying to avoid Thor was trying to avoid at the beginning that was sort of the cure yeah. well it was a sacrifice because you know it turns out that they needed to cause Ragnarok so the dude that they stopped from causing Ragnarok at the beginning they actually woke him up and got him to carry out his mission because she her power was tied to Asgard, so by mm-hmm. destroying it, you destroy her. But yeah, now they don't have a home. They're mm-hmm. homeless. All the Asgardians. Yeah. So, yeah. but did did Loki make it on the ship? Yeah, Loki made it on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, there, there's a scene when he's running through the uh, the, the treasure room. Thing. Yeah. The treasure room to get to put the started heat. And he grabs the tesseract. He grabs the tesseract. Yeah. Right yes. There. I caught that part. Okay. okay. So I thought it, I thought there was one that got left. <laughs> no, no, no. So now we can come full left. circle. Yeah, so Loki's basically, they need Loki to go down there and. What was he doing down there? He was getting the skull to awaken that dude. They put on the eternal flame. Oh, the eternal flame. So, and they actually have a couple of good little hat tips. So, he, they, they definitely pass through, pass by the Tesseract at one point in time when Hela's down there to awaken mm-hmm. the evil dead army. Yeah. And she's sort of kind of like, eh, whatever, which I thought was sort of... Well, she knows she says and is something else. There was a different blue thing that she's like, whatever to it. But then she sees the Tesseract, and she's like, not bad. Well, uh, she, she also mentions the... The, the gauntlet, the gauntlet is, fake. is fake. Yeah, like, they're just basically trophy, like, fake, yeah. like, replicas. Oh, okay, yeah. right. So, but, Loki's going down there with the eternal flame or whatever. He, like, takes a second... He takes a second look at it, which makes you think, what, Nicole? He stole it. Oh, yeah. Totally stole yeah. it. Yeah. Did, he's did, Loki. You, did you also catch the other sort of Infinity War thing that he sort of touched? Or, did, or maybe it was Hela? No, I don't. Santa, did you catch it? There was the, the glove. Yeah, but we talked about that. The, that's the thing she said was fake. Yeah, the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> I didn't know that. I just, I thought it was just called the glove. No, no, the Infinity Gauntlet. 
Okay, so that... I thought that was just the glove without the stone. It is. Yeah, but that's she, the gauntlet. But he, yeah. she was saying the gauntlet was fake. And yeah. that's, what is the gauntlet? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a glove. It's, it's that okay. thing, but she was saying that's a fake of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like a replica. Yeah. And it, was also, it was also a right-handed one. And the and one that's supposed to be a left-handed one? The one that Thanos takes at the end of... Uh, uh, Guardians of the I think it was, a, was it Age of Ultron, I think. Was it? Like I don't he, remember that being at the Age of Ultron. It, it was at the end. He's all like, I, said, I, do it I do it myself. Oh, and I didn't realize it, yeah. he put it on. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. That, that, yeah. That it was a left-handed glove. Because it was like, why is it there yeah. if it's in Thor's well, throne room? Well, that's even better now. I didn't yeah. realize that is what Hela was saying was a thing. Yeah. So. They, they, they kind of went and uh, like retconned it a little bit because, you know, if they... You're like, why are there two Infinity Gauntlets? And right. Like, you know, like, yeah. oh, well, this one's a fake. And then so that's... Because mm-hmm. in the original Thor, they wanted to be like, hey, guys, reference. This thing's in, you know, in Odin's treasure palace. You know? Yeah. So so they're coming back to Earth. And I, I, since we're talking about the end of Infinity Stones, and is Black Panther coming before the Infinity Wars? Yeah, that's okay. in February. So we've got yeah. one more movie in the Infinity Wars. Yeah. But... Let's just, I, I feel like we've done this a couple of different times, maybe at least once in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's recap where the Infinity Stones are, if we can remember them. So, I think, Nicole, you just said Loki has the Tesseract. Loki has the Tesseract, yes. So, just the blue one, right. for those people who remember color. <laughs> okay. So, hey, if, if, whatever, <clears throat> that's whatever how, else that's remember. So, the yellow is still in... Isn't uh, that in Loki's staff? No, okay, no, no, no. The yellow one's in... Uh, See, that's, it was like... If, it's uh, visions. Visions. Brain. Yeah, if we're going by canon yeah. in the comics, there's supposed to be six. Mm-hmm. And so, if what what we what we think these stones are, Tesseract, the blue one, is maybe the mind gem or the soul gem. Well, that would make sense because that's how Loki hypnotized yeah. people in the first Avengers movie. And or okay, then the soul gem is the one that's in Vision ah, to to give him a give soul. Him soul. And then the power gem, that's the one that in Guardians of the Galaxy, the purple one. Uh-huh. And that one's, the Noble oh, Core has that one. Yeah. That's three. And then the time gem is the one in Doctor Strange. Yeah. So he has that one. Yeah, see, okay, that's that's why I need to see Doctor Strange, because... It's also just a good movie. So I'm kind of missing the space and the reality gem, so those... Uh-huh. So the space stone, that was initially in the first... Captain America, right? So th- th- then that would be the Tesseract, then, because that's what's found in, ca- in Captain America. Yeah, yeah okay. Captain America and the Avengers both okay, have so the Tesseract that's, as their main thing. That's the Space Stone. Then the Mind Stone, they're saying, is with uh, Loki. Vision. Oh, Vision. Oh, my. Uh, the Reality Stone, that's the red one. That was in Dark World, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so that's why I thought that there should have been two stones. They had two stones on... On uh, on, As- on, the, on Asgard, but I thought the they, red one is what they only the, the collector. One. The collector has. The yes, collector I think you're right. He didn't get. Uh, he got. The, the collector has the. Another one. Did he, did no, he have two? He gave, it's the red one. The the collector gave. Uh, got the 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 red one in the post credit scene of Thor: The Dark World. Okay, so they gave it to him. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Because they and wanted so, him to keep it separate from the one they had. Yeah, and then so the, he had. He was almost had two. Mm-hmm. The purple one, which was in Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, uh, Novacore has that, because yeah. they took it back. And then, okay, so the Time Stone, we said Doctor Strange has, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then it's the other stone, the Soul Stone, which I don't even know if we've seen this. Doesn't Loki yet. have one in his staff? Because Loki that, was the one who was hypnotizing people. Yeah, yeah. But that that was, was the, uh, that's the yellow one that Vision now. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Gotcha. They, gotcha. They, there's speculation that it could be in Black Panther because uh, the vibranium came from an asteroid that crashed landed onto Earth in, Wak- mm-hmm. in, in Wakandia, and so that 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 could explain where that's you know that's what it is. Wait, it, yeah. Are you saying the Soul Stone is with the Black Panther? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that that boy. How could I, you, Marvel? Yeah. Well, they a don't, little they, racist. They don't have actual names for the stones. They just know them for what they call. They're not calling them Mind Time Gem or uh, yeah. reality and stuff. So I mean. That's just what we're. I like how they've made separate names for all of them, like the Tesseract and the the Eye of Agamemnon is the thing that Doctor Strange has, right? Or is is that something else? It was a time one, so I don't know what the. Yeah. Anyways, they've all got their own names. Well, I I also think for then for like the the average viewer who doesn't really know what we're building towards, yeah, uh, still a little bit not having them all called stones makes it sort of like I didn't know that these all had something to do Mm -hmm. with each other. Unless you lived under a rock, so Nicole, any other thoughts that, um, that you had about the movie before one, we gotta get in the reviews? One unexpected character that I really liked was Scourge the Executioner, Carl Urban's character. Yes. He had some some great character development. I mean he was faced with certain deaths, so he was like, Well, I guess I'll just Stay alive for the time being. He was sort of the the redemption character mm-hmm, that so. that you had there. So then he he does her dirty deeds for a little bit just to to stay alive, basically not because he's invested in her. Mm-hmm. And then he redeems himself by saving the rest of the Asgardians by jumping off the spaceship with his like two machine guns and just like Destin Troy, yeah. right? Yeah. Raining yeah. hell down upon them. Oh wow. yeah, that, that was, was kind of funny. Scene. That, that's actually where in the comics. Come from? That's actually in the comics too. Oh, is it? Yeah, they, uh, but because he because he uses the uh, the the Bifrost to travel to places and, and, and grab things. He had his treasure trove of, of junk, you know, uh, when he introduces yeah. when he was introduced at the beginning, and then so yeah, that's where he got he got the guns because he said from from uh, he didn't call it Middle Earth. He said Midgard. Mid Midgard is mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, so no, yeah, and. Man, he's always that actor Cameron that I don't really always recognize. He's in a lot of shit. Yeah, because so he always looks Lord different. Rings, Star the Lord Trek. Of the, you were the one they were telling about the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and I was that, just like, that what was the are playing, you talking uh, about? We were watching Lord of the Rings last, last night, night yeah. and he said that he's a uh, he's part of the, uh, uh, the Rohirrim. Yeah, the Rohirrim. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember his name. Is he Faramir? Or no. Aomer? He's the guy that gets with... I think it's Aomer. Uh, Aomer, Aomer's yeah. yeah. brother. Yeah, Aomer's yeah. brother. Yeah, that's Aomer. Yeah, and he's, of course, in Star Trek. He's Bones. Um, he's got some other major franchise under his belt, too, but I can't think of yeah. what Judge Dredd. He was in Dredd. Oh, he was in Judge Dredd, which was an awesome... Dredd, don't be confused. Sorry, yeah. Dredd, yeah. 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 Dredd. that other yeah. piece of shit. It was a way better movie than the <laughs> Sylvester Stallone movie. Um, he was in... But no, I mean, yeah. Carl or Urban always seems to pop up when you least expect it, and does a great job sort of hitting out of the park. What did you think, Nicole, about Kate Blanchett? Uh, she was a good villain. Um, for she was kind of one dimensional, but yeah, um, it annoyed me how she was supposed to be so badass and smart, and she like couldn't see how she was the bad guy, like. Like, why isn't everyone just bowing down to me now? He was, he was a scorned daughter. And yeah. You know, a scorned child. And but I also felt like she had, like, a, a point to her she where did. you're yeah, like, you guys think you guys were so, you know, hoity-toity and, mm-hmm. and you know, 
higher than thou, and if we just take the facade off this whole place, you know, we were all killers. Yeah, we we'll go, we'll go back to our warrior ways and yeah. our conquering ways. You her, know, uh, her giant wolf, Fenris, is actually a really big part of Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Really? Ragnarok actually happens when that wolf, like, eats the whole world, I think, is the oh, way wow. Ragnarok's supposed to. So that's how it got so big. So that's... The, actually, uh, Hela and that wolf are actually siblings, and in real Norse mythology, they're actually Loki's children. Interesting. Uh, so, um, I think that'd be a little weird in this movie. How are you gonna explain that? So they uh, they kind of changed it up to fit with the world more, but they're still kind of cool, interesting calls to what they're playing off of. So Asgard, as we know it, is over, but as they talked about the movie. The people are Asgard. Asgard, it's, it's, Asgard is not a place. It's it's, it's, it's the a people. people. I, I felt like they needed to let us know a little bit more about the people, and I think that was one thing they sort of kind of missed. I, I kind of feel like they needed that that little boy that yeah. you that's know, what, like why what, do we have to be so mean? That's what Idris Elba was for, right? Was he, he was he was cool and he, he was protecting his people mm-hmm. with his badass by sword. Saving all these young people and taking them to the cave and defending them with his life. And I, I do like they took him out of the the little Bifrost place the or whatever, and they, they made him a little bit more mobile. Mm-hmm. But I also still feel like he's like this ethereal creature yeah. still. He was pretty cool, though. So, Everybody was kind of cool, though. That's the thing. There's nobody that wasn't uncool. So is, is Thor now the new Odin? Because, I mean, he, he yeah, lost his the, eye. He's right? the king. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he uh, not, the, not to say that losing your eye makes you Odin, but... Well, he's a new king or the, whatever leader of Asgard. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, he takes the, thro- the, the throne. The did, did, the I can't remember, Cameron. Did he get an eye patch? Yeah, at the very end he got an eye patch. Okay, yeah. so are, are we expecting this to sort of kind of probably it continue? Rhymes. No. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Shit. Fucking George Lucas over here. <laughs> yes. We're about to see in the... Uh, uh, I'm hoping that they'll know, they can finally release the official Infinity War trailer. Probably we'll probably see it at Star Wars or something. Yeah, yeah I I saw the 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 row copy. Cameron, did you see any of, any no. of that? I, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to like. Yeah. Are see, there spoilers yeah. in it? Uh, Are spoilers? No. As much as the trailer the, can be yeah. a spoiler. Yeah, the, the only spo- the only kind of spoiler There's was Thor like spoilers. yeah the Thor one where he because oh. he runs into uh, uh, Star Lord. Okay. And and uh, he probably has an eye patch there. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So yeah. was so in the ending credits? Do we think that was? It didn't look like Star Lord. I don't think that was Star Lord. I think that was Thanos. That's shit. what I would think. Yeah. That was my. Yeah, Star Lord doesn't thing. have some giant ship. No, no. He's got the mind. Yeah. Star Lord's ship. Yeah, Thanos is supposed to be you know just like yeah. so giant badass. I mean, he could have upgraded, but my my initial thinking that it was it was Thanos. I mean, sure. it was it, the scene was intended for that ship to be intimidating. Yeah. yeah. And so like that ship was like the size of Asgard because they make they make a very you know you know concerted effort to point out that the ship that all of the Asgardians are in is an enormous ship. They're like, hey, we're gonna get on this giant ship. You want to come? You know, because mm-hmm. it can hold all of Asgard. Oh yeah. Well, and I, then Thanos' ship comes they're, up. They're already on one ship that already has all of Asgard down anyway. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. ship can hold all of Asgard, and then Thanos shows up, and his ship makes that ship look like tiny, tiny. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. definitely made the intimidating factor. Mm-hmm. So, uh, should are they making a mistake by throwing in the Black Panther movie, the Black Panther movie 
before no, Infinity I don't think Wars so. right now because it seemed like that was a good ending to launching out to Infinity Wars. I think well for 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 that side of it, I think now we might see something how more. How the people on Earth get to like maybe at the end of Black Panther, it'll be like uh, we might see a scene where where Captain America or Iron Man like like talk or like you know hey he sends out a message you know there's something coming and, and we're probably going to need you for this you know? where do you think it's headed the goal i think the black panther movie is going to take place around the same time as, as thor ragnarok and it's going to tie up somehow by the end it's going to tie up the rest of the loose ends on earth and get everybody ready to fight thanos yeah. plus we still have that one infinity gem left yeah. right and this which has to basically be found in mm-hmm. it's either going to be next movie well, yeah, well they're, they're just apparently even though I haven't seen the the, 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 the leaked trailer or the rogue trailer, I, I've read enough about it. And there is a, a scene in the trailer for Infinity War where you see Thanos' uh, people uh, attacking Wakanda. Uh, so, yeah. mm-hmm. I, think, I think it'll be the last puzzle piece to get us totally ready for... Plus, I also think like if you went from this straight into the Infinity War, it's just like... You know, it's it's like taking the dial from eleven to twelve or something like that. Whereas, like, if you do one more movie, you can sort of pull back and regroup and you know, slow down a little bit. Slow it down one notch before you kick it up even higher. Like, and people are worried about Infinity War being too bloated, too many heroes Mm -hmm. involved. I'm like, but but for Infinity War, you know, what you're looking forward to is the fight. You don't need any more character development. We've seen all the yeah. character development yeah. well, that's in all what's the, good. You know, their movies. That's that's what's yeah. smart about the way they've done things is like they can still have actual plot and character development, but it can be like subtle stuff that relies on every audience member knowing the entire backstory right. of every cast member, just like they would in a comic book. You know, they don't have to explain anything to anybody. So it can still feel fast-paced even if they're doing character development. It's like, we want to see the fight, and we want to see how uh, some of the characters interact with each other. We want right. to see Iron Man and Star-Lord, you know, talking, yeah, or, yeah. you know, Hulk, or... Hulk uh, and Gamora talking about what it's like to be green. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen, I'm going to be mad. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then Drax and Captain America having, you know, like, dry humor battles. Extremely literal <laughs> conversations. I want to yeah. see Drax and the Hulk. They're going to be BFFs. <laughs> Uh, I thought I kind of feel like Drax and Thor maybe could be a little bit oh, together. Yeah. Uh, Rocket know. and Scarlet Witch. Black Widow and Gamora to talk about how 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 it's like it's fucking pain in the ass to be the only yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. teenage Groot. <laughs> yeah, well, he's gonna be like teenage Groot and Doug. Well. <laughs> In, in just describing this, I think we figured out what the three acts need to be in Affinity Wars. Act one is everybody gets together and they have the, the buddy humor, mm-hmm. getting to know each well, other. Well, I'm sure it's, everybody will get together and there might be like a fight. To like, you know, they don't know who's who. I don't and like then, you. Yeah, and then like, and then there'll be like a the power fight. struggle between. Yeah, and then uh, they're like, no, we're, we're all fighting the same villain here, you know, and then. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they'll come together and then they'll like Act two is Act two is them getting scattered apart in interesting pairings. Or or yeah, well Thanos comes to power, yeah. he gets all the stones, he wipes everybody not wipes them out, but but you know, puts them in their place, puts them in the worst possible yeah. place they can be, and then act three is them, you know. And they're definitely all mixed up. You know, it's like like we said, you know, Star Lord with Tony Stark and Iron Man with I don't know, whoever, Root, you know. <laughs> Iron Man with Groot? Really? <laughs> I mean, he's got to be with Star-Lord. 
No, he said he said Tony Stark, and then he said Iron Man. Yeah, so yeah. those are the same person. I messed it all up. <laughs> Boy, you need to go back to yeah. a few movies. You do realize that Tony Stark and Iron Man are the same thing. So I want Thor and Groot, and Thor yeah. somehow understands what Groot is saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Asgardians do speak like all the languages, mm-hmm. don't they? Yeah. But Thor, he does meet the Guardians of the Galaxy first. He's the mm-hmm. first meet. Well, spoiler. Well, that was yeah. a good tra- <laughs> trailer. It's a spoiler-full podcast. Yeah. So, uh, was the Doctor Strange important to throw in there? I think it was, because now I, I'm going to go see the movie, and maybe if you didn't see it, because you didn't know who the hell Doctor Strange was, it was a good introduction to there, him. There's an end credit scene. Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, an end credit scene in Doctor Strange, where uh, Thor is talking to Doctor Strange. It's, it's, oh, really? Yeah. He's like, What were they talking about? Well, Thor, Thor was on the callus, like... Oh, training. was it, like, the scene from the movie? Yeah, kind of like Yeah, scene, basically yeah. they're, like, hanging out, and Thor is just, like, catching Doctor Strange. Well, he... he yeah. What's going on yeah. with the club, basically. And he's asking where, you know, he's, t- he's on the search for his dad, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hmm. so, I mean, that could have been interspliced into the uh, the scene we actually see in this movie. Uh, they kind of change it around a little bit, because... Because we, we were wondering, when we saw that, that in credit scene in Doctor Strange, you're like, well, uh, when, is, when does this take place? You know, we, we, we're not really sure, and then now we see that this is when it took place. Ah. Uh, other good moments, Cameron, that you had in the movie? Uh, I think somebody has mentioned it already, but I loved Doug. Korg. <laughs> no, no, Korg. 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 Korg talks about Doug. Doug was oh, yeah, going to die. Was, yeah, Doug, Doug was dead. Doug's dead. Yeah, Doug's yeah, yeah. dead. I love Korg. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what what is that actor? Do you know the actor's name? He was the director. It's the director. Oh, that's the director because he's yeah. been in stuff. Yeah, Takwatiki. Uh, yeah, Watiti. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I, his voice is very familiar, but like yeah, he was just like the quintessential. A very soft spoken yeah. rock gladiator. There were like there were so many like enjoyable characters and yeah. like you know. Some people don't like Jeff Loboom and some people really love him. Man. He was, oh, he was actually pretty good in this movie. Too. He was good in this. Yeah. yeah. It was the perfect role for Jeff Goldblum. Because he was playing Jeff Goldblum. If you're one of the people out there that actually hates Jeff Goldblum, you should respond to us on Twitter because I've yet to meet anyone that's not obsessed with Jeff Goldblum. He does the Jeff Goldblum yeah, things yeah. that are just awesome. I'm fine yeah. with Jeff Goldblum. Every, How about that? <laughs> every, every, everybody is either like, he's fine or like, yeah. oh my God, I'm obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. So... I, I did also enjoy the moment where, uh, first off, the fight between Thor and Hulk was just awesome. Yeah, it was cool. I, you really didn't know who was going to win the battle. could have really gone either way. And I'm glad they still ended up in a tie, although it seemed like Thor could pretty much win. He didn't have his hammer. Didn't have his hammer. He's not the god of hammers anymore. <laughs> he, he had it yoded up at that point. Yeah. But uh, so they, there was that moment where uh, Hulk grabbed Thor and like just like beat him down like a dog grabs a squirrel and swacks him over, yeah. which is a callback to when Hulk did the same thing to Loki. And Loki's like in the grandstand, it's like, yeah, how does that feel? <laughs> Eat it. Uh, Nicole, any other good moments that you recall? No, uh... Gosh, I just, I just loved everybody on this movie. Like everybody had like a different kind of humor, different something I liked about them, and um, it was just a really, really funny movie. I mean, any weakness in the plot or any other aspect of the movie, they just like plowed through it like by the, making it hilarious. The ending was a little flat, but it was, but it was funny. Like, yeah. Like, well, yeah. Even at the most climactic <laughs> scene where uh, Asgard is like blowing up, they like you know take the air out with Korg, but be like, you know, it, 
those foundations are strong. <laughs> we can rebuild. We can rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I actually think I kind of want to see it again in theaters yeah. before uh, before it leaves. I think it'll be good the second time around too. Mm. So uh, let's sort of maybe do a you know best out of five star review. Cameron, you want to throw in your two cents? Oh, I'm gonna give it a five out of five. Not, really? Yeah, I mean like. Higher than you gave Guardians of the Galaxy. For sure. I mean, yeah. I laughed way more in this movie. Um, it, it, like, if, as far as superhero movies go, I don't see how you can get better than this. Because it was fun. You cared about the characters. It was, you know, like, you keep talking about how funny it was. Like, there was nothing else you can... Unless they somehow manage to tie in some sort of huge philosophical point also, then, you know, I guess... Asgard is the people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I don't see how you could do better with this movie. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, well, in this format, I won't give it that high, but I'm willing to give it just a bit higher than uh, what I gave Guardians of the Galaxy two. So if I gave that a four and a half, and I can't even remember, I'll give this one a four point seven five. It was nearly perfect from what I could tell. Uh, I, I, I really. I like Thor 1 now. It's kind of grown on me. I've watched Thor 2 many times, and it has never sort of kind of caught on. And this Thor movie, I I feel like they sort of found their niche about what it is that makes uh, not only just Marvel movies awesome, but, but, but just captures what we really like about Thor, which is like, you know, come on, just stop being so serious. This is... You know, this is the Marvel Universe. We gotta interject humor with some awesome battles. So, uh, yeah, I'll go 4.75, Nicole. I'll just go a solid 4.5. Um, that's I want to see it again. Um, I had a good time. There's never a moment I was bored during it. So, um. Santa, you gave it high praise after we left. Well, I, I, yeah, it's a four or five. It's not like perfect, but it's. Because of, there are flaws in some of the plot and stuff, but other than that, I, mean, I had a good time. It's very enjoyable. Uh, it, it's, it's definitely in my top five of the Marvel movies, uh, what are of which there have been seventeen of. Well, this, yeah, man, it's crazy. Boy, it's been. <laughs> yeah, I was like going back. I'm like, really? Has it been seventeen? And if you go all the way back to Iron Man, which well, was like, well, that's if you include. The Hulk movie, which apparently did come out after Iron Man, which yeah. I did not know that. They're including the, uh, the, the Noah, uh, yeah, Edward Norton, Norton uh, Incredible Hulk into it all. So I think it would be a good podcast actually for us to talk about where those rank before the Infinity Wars comes out. I think we're going to have to come up with some sort of kind of strategy for that because there's there's like there'll be 18 movies by that point in time and we can't talk about all 18 but it, we, can Marvel, Marvel we can do a top five and a bottom five yeah 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 or I, like a or like a five minute per movie like pardon the interruption style like yeah. the, you know we talk until the bell rings and then you move on I, I i definitely feel like we have to like all right toss out you know everybody gets three to just toss out and basically say they're not even worth talking about and sure. then uh, maybe everybody picks top three, some sort of system like that where we just kind of narrow it down to just the best. But 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 definitely talking about the worst is is fun, and hopefully that would be quickly decided. I don't know, maybe not. Maybe somebody I've is. I've seen them all except for the Hulk one, the Edward Norton yeah. one. I haven't seen that. Oh, one. you haven't seen that. I've one. seen them all except for the Thor Dark World. 
I haven't seen Doctor Strange. That's the only one I haven't seen. Yeah, I don't think I've seen The Incredible Hulk. Or maybe, I don't think I've seen a couple of the Iron Man movies. I've seen both Hulk movies, and I think it would be interesting to do a segment comparing and contrasting those two movies. I, are you talking about Eric Bonner? Oh, God, yeah. no, no. Don't I'm not saying it's watch, good. <laughs> don't make me watch that one again. God, jeez. At least the Edward Norton one had some... Decent acting. Uh, yeah. What's well, it, it, it didn't have Nick Nolte in it. <laughs> had Steven Tyler's daughter. Oh, it had Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler was in it. I think she was the. She's what's that character's name? Can't remember. Oh, I don't know. It was, it, it was better actress. in every way, for sure. Was her name Betty Ross? Betty Ross. Yeah, yeah. The general's daughter. So, um, so uh, looking ahead in a couple weeks, uh, we have Justice League. I had to talk Dude. Santa into it. He's it, not into it. Like, this is Thor Ragnarok being as good as it is, just like ruins it for for Justice League. Really? Yeah. There's, there's Maybe like, not at the box office. Like, there's no hope to. Yeah. Because like, there's no way. Like, yeah. There's like, whenever they announced the date, and then like, I mean, I knew from there. It was like, okay, Thor, Justice League, and Star Wars. I mean, that's like, that was a bad. Maybe bad, they should have at least waited until <laughs> Thanksgiving weekend. Well, they they Justice League was supposed to come out earlier. It, right. it was originally supposed to come out in May, and then they and then they uh, did they reshoots, reshoot. and then so it got pushed to, to November, and then. So and that's not really their fault. I mean, no. Brian Singer had. No, no, that was like uh, that was like Brian Singer, um, Zach. Zach, Zach Snyder. Snyder. That was years, uh, like uh, two years ago or a year and a half ago. Whenever they they they, they, they had the date, and then they're like, well, we, they weren't sure on the plot and the script, and then they. So they did the one more movie, and then they they pushed Justice League back. Uh, to, maybe maybe Joss Whedon can save it. Uh, yeah, I'm sure well, he'll improve it. I'm sure it'll be fine, but it's just like Snyder. following Thor, you know, in the minds of the casual viewer. That's, yeah. it's well, just, also, yeah. like, look at the color palette in Thor and the color palette in the trailer of the Justice, Justice League. Like, the Justice League is black, red, and blue. I don't Those think there's are any the colors. In Those, that yeah, I, I don't think. Oh, there's except a for like when Winter Woman's fighting in the museum. Yeah, that's it. Almost nothing is yeah. even. The sky is the red the whole time. Yeah, like um, versus a. Ska, Skag, what was the name of the planet they were on? Sakar. Sakar. Yeah. Uh, like, that was a dystopian, garbage, like, weird, you know, the, to make it as weird as possible uh, planet, and it was like, it was still a, pastel colors. Yeah. The review I read or comment somewhere, it was like, uh, comparing that, like, in the, so like, in Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like, you know, 80s, like, kind of like, character, and the music and stuff, and they kind of like, kind of try to beat you over the head with it, you know, it's very, right. like, retro, but in this, in, Gar- in Thor, it is retro because you see it. You know, you vis- mm-hmm. it's a world that's built for the eighties, and the, even in the, the the soundtrack is very synth eighties and stuff. Yeah, so it's like mm-hmm. yeah. Little, they, they did better with building that world. Again, yeah. they they made a good choice, like they did Guardians Galaxy, where and it wasn't even as much, you know, contemporary music as as Galaxy is, but. They threw in Led Zeppelin immigrant song. They threw in the uh, the Willy Wonka song Pure Imagination, which I thought was really funny. Yeah, yeah. It, you got to have something to, to 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 ground you into this all all this this you know uh, you know and one unearthly things, world. One of the things I think is all of the Thor's franchise's strength is like it is just completely unfettered. If you can imagine it, throw it in this movie. Like, especially in the first one, they're depicting how Asgard works, like how the Tesseract works and the technology. Like, it's all just like, you imagine the shiniest thing you can think of, and that's what they got going on here, you know? 
Because it's all like magic and make believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like no, like no uh, self consciousness about like them portraying what it is. And I feel like the entire problem with DC is that the whole franchise is dripping in self consciousness. Yeah, know? I they don't even bother to explain anything with yeah. with with. You're just on for the ride. Yep, yep. It's here. It is. We're not gonna. Like I said they, at the beginning, they didn't even talk about Ragnarok. Is like figure it out yourself, right. guys. Yeah. If you haven't heard of Norse mythology, you know it's been around for two thousand, four thousand years. Go look it up. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the problem that Just Lee is going to face is like explaining the other characters without going too much into it. He's yeah. like, I don't want to. I don't want to spend 30, have... thirty minutes talking about Aquaman. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's just one of them. They yeah. have to talk about Cyborg and. Yeah. You the see Flash. the Flash a little bit in BBS, but well, but also if you've watched the Flash TV show, you've got something there. But you have no background for Cyborg whatsoever right. if you're not a comic book I feel slash like cartoon. People fan. can get into the Flash, Nicole, but I mean, are are you that into Aquaman? I mean, or do you like fish? <laughs> <laughs> Jason, he looks good. He looks. But, he looks yeah. like he looks like what a what a cool Aquaman would look like, but. Um, they're, they're trying as hard as they can with Aquaman to make him cool. I'll reserve judgment until I see it. Are, are you as doubtful as Santa is? Maybe maybe not as pessimistic <laughs> as he is. but I um, figured you'd be at lo- least a bit more into it with your high rating on Wonder Woman. I don't think... I think that'll make it worse, right? Because it'll just be Wonder Woman being like dragged down by like Batfleck. Yeah. yeah. That's I really think these point. movies really live or die by their director. The director seems to have like a huge impact on whether it's good or not, and so the fact that um, the director of Wonder Woman is not the director of Justice League, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I get to see a, a cool female action hero in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yes. In December, so. Yes. I'm more excited about. That was a big thing. We had uh, Cameron and I had we lived in the same neighborhood. We had a lot of uh, the trick or treaters, and the Ray costume was a popular one. Ray so. was popular. Uh, cute. Yeah, I guess we're just gonna have to suffer through Justice League in one more podcast before we cover the end of the year with Star Wars. So I think we will do a year review. So we'll we'll go through the whole listing of what Santa saw. Saw a bunch of movies. Yeah, this year. we know he likes Baby Driver. And we know all the reasons why. Oh, right. That's not a creepy. That, yeah, okay. I'm not Kevin Spacey. He's not, not Kevin Spacey. Yes, don't ever be alone <laughs> with him. All right, well, uh, thanks everybody for coming back together. Uh, we will see you all in a couple more weeks. Until then, have an awesome day, Cameron, Nicole, Santa. Let's go out there and enjoy this 80 degree, 80 degree November temperature. Global warming, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> waved at the <laughs> Bye bye. In the world of my creation, what we'll see will defy explanation. <laughs>